How did you ruin your artistic brain? Well, it probably started when you kept making the internet the place you get most of your ideas from. And when you started scrolling Instagram for more than 10 minutes at a time. And scrolling TikTok at all. How did you ruin your artistic brain? By only hanging out with people who think like you. And entertaining cookie-cutter ideas. By engaging in average conversations. And letting yourself blend in. But most of all, you did it to yourself. By hanging out with the normals without thinking of it as a scientific study. How else did you ruin your artistic brain? By being satisfied with the first thing that came out of your pen, or your paintbrush, or your instrument. How else did you ruin your artistic brain? By falling in love with your first draft. By resting on your laurels. By being allergic to effort. While thinking you're a genius because you got a few likes. How did you ruin your artistic brain? Brain, brain? By making art that mimics mediocre content. By creating for an algorithm. By listening to other people's opinions over your own instincts. How else How did you ruin your artistic brain? Brain, brain? By avoiding loneliness at all costs. By putting music on in the background, YouTube on silent, while you talk on the phone about nothing with someone you're jealous of cutting into your sleep. How did you ruin your artistic brain? By losing yourself in a codependent relationship. The moment you heard yourself saying, Hey babe, what do you want to do tonight? Instead of, I have an adventure for us. You should have known. The relationship and your artistic sensibility were over. How did you ruin your artistic brain? By only doing things that make sense. By no longer seeing the comedy in the daily drama of life. By chasing happiness instead of prioritizing purpose. It was all downhill when you no longer considered weird a compliment. So here we are. How do you get that passion back? Today we are reading from the book of Transformation. You are listening to Make Art Not Content. Brought to you by The Mystery School. The Mystery School? What's that? The Mystery School is an online program that helps creatives all over the world conquer the biggest obstacle they face, themselves. Enroll today at makeartnotcontent.com Are you ready? Here are the top 10 ways to reclaim your artistic brain. Number 10. Cut yourself off from the world for long stretches at a time. Online and offline. I disappeared because I needed to. Because then I, I can focus. I needed to focus and put all my energy mm. and, and get to the center mm. to create. You painted the windows black to focus. Yeah, I did paint them black because I don't want to know what time it is. Oh, it's time for breakfast. Right away, you derailed yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to eliminate all the excuses because it's hard to write. You're looking for any reason, please. That's why I took the phone out. So you couldn't be called. He painted his windows black because he didn't want to be affected by night or day when he wrote. He didn't want to go, oh, it's too late to write. He just sat down and wrote when he was called. I thought that was amazing. I could never paint my windows black. Number nine. Read. Books with worn-in covers. 
books that are recommended by people who live creative lives. Most people don't spend a lot of time thinking about poetry, right? Until their father dies, they go to a funeral, you lose a child, um, somebody breaks your heart, they don't love you anymore. And all of a sudden, you're desperate for making sense out of this life. And has anybody ever felt this bad? before? How did they come out of this cloud? Or the inverse, something great. Um, you meet somebody and your heart explodes. You love them so much you can't even see straight. You know, you're dizzy. Did anybody feel like this before? What is happening to me? And that's when art's not a luxury, it's actually sustenance. Number eight. eight, eight. Journal every day with pen and paper. Pour your heart out. Treat the pages like a sketch pad for what your soul wants to express. You don't even have to write. You can doodle. You can draw. You can, you can scribble. You can write. You can make stupid words rhyme. You can write lyrics. You can draw album covers. There are no rules with journaling. You are the author of your story, of your journey. It's a place to document successful habits that you may have so you can return to them later in life when you're lost. It's a place to remind yourself of what's important, become aware of who you've been, who you are, and who you want to be so you can take ownership of the one person you can't get rid of. You. Number seven. End all relationships that no longer serve you. This is why I don't think that we should be together. Okay, I'm going to keep pursuing what I'm pursuing. And because I'm doing that, it's going to take up more and more of my time, and I'm not going to be able to spend as much time with you. And even when I do spend time with you, I'm going to be thinking about drumming. And I'm going to be thinking about jazz music and my charts and all that. And because of that, you're going to start to resent me. And you're going to tell me to ease up on the drumming, spend more time with you because you're not feeling important. And I'm not going to be able to do that. And really, I'm just going to start to resent you for even asking me to stop drumming. And we're just going to start to hate each other. And it's going to get very, it's going to be ugly. And so for those reasons, I'd rather just, you know, break it off clean because I want to be great. And I would stop you from doing that. Yeah. And then surround yourself with as many creative people as you possibly can. My greatest advice to you, you cannot spend your life with your gallon size offerings, offering them to pint-sized people. You have got to surround yourself with gallon size people. Number six. Start moving. Start doing. Turn your routines into rituals. First and foremost, it's just doing it instead of talking about it. I find nine times out of ten, there's this hesitancy to sort of make the ideas 3D and real. To work at a certain level to get a certain result, you really need to sacrifice, like a lot. Like time, relationships, so many things. Perfectionism doesn't advance anything, ironically. There's no wrong way. The only failure is not to try. At the end of the day, it's your body of work and it's the, the amount of work that'll define who you are as a creative. Number five. Go on adventures. Go to the movies alone. Go down rabbit holes that have no obvious rewards. If you feel safe in the area that you're working in, you're not working in the right area. Always go a little further into the water than you feel you're capable of being in. Go a little bit out of your depth. And when you don't feel that your feet are quite touching the bottom, you're just about in the right place to do something exciting. Artists like to be right out on the edge, and that's the edge between chaos and order. And they like to expand the domain of order out into the chaos. Where are you taking me? Where are you taking me? Where are you taking me? Come on, come on guys, yeah. Yes, I, I think you've got me mixed up. 
When's the last time you went to a party? A few of us are going out later. Just a bar. Wanna come? Number four. Do the opposite every time you feel like things are getting predictable. Yeah, I should do the opposite. I should. If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. Yes. I will do the opposite. I used to sit here and do nothing and regret it for the rest of the day. So now I will do the opposite and I will do something. Number three. Turn menial tasks like cooking, cleaning, errands into expressions of your creativity. There's something I've been wanting to make since I started my new cooking journey about a week ago. I have a lot of clothes in my closet. I'm gonna take some of the things in my closet that I never wear and I'm gonna flip them and I'm gonna turn them into something I would wear. Number two, two. Have deep conversations with people that society no longer sees anymore. Like the homeless, the elderly, and customer service. The hard part wasn't going to prison, it was getting out and trying to be part of society again. But it's all right. You know, uh, when, it, when it comes down to it, I, I came in this world by myself, and when I die, I'm going to be the only one in that coffin. I've got over 240-some friends on Facebook. Most of them I knew from high school. On Christmas Day, I Facebooked them all, and I'm like, hey, it's Christmas. I haven't talked to some of y'all in over 20 years. Here's my number. Call me. Let's have a conversation. Nobody. And I posted that thing over and over Christmas Day. Nobody. And I'm talking people that ask me to be their friend. Oh, so-and-so wants you to be their friend. I'm just trying to make the world a more better place, man, a more beautiful place. And if music and art can do it and somebody appreciates it, that's all that matters. If I can make a difference in one person's life, that's all that matters. Number one. How do you reclaim your artistic brain? I think the more art you create, hopefully the less pressure you put on yourself. Recently, I've found that the more things I make, the happier I am. I am happier when I'm making things more often. Express everything that you've learned from all these new actions. In other words, make more art and make less content.